From the heart of football, I'm Rodney Cyrus. This is On and Off the Pitch, a sporting podcast. It is Manchester United women focused. I'm joined once more by Matt from the Barmy Army. Matt, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm rested. I'm suntanned, if that's possible for a person of my colour, but I can tell you I am. There are fairer bits. Fairer bits. Uh, literally just got back from uh, sunny Barcelona. Sounds good. Yeah, it, it was very good. The weather was good and the food was good and just being able to relax was fantastic. But obviously, I missed football and I kept my eye on certain things, looking for the new Manchester United woman signing and nothing was happening and I'm thinking, what's going on? I need something, I need something. But uh, we now can say that, uh, let's get this correct, Lotta Ockvist. Yep. Yep, has been formally announced. So we've got a lot of love for our, <laughs> the Manchester United. It's a new signing for the, the women's team. Um, it's been, we, let's say we've been happy about this or not happy? No, I, I think genuinely happy. I don't think I've actually come across anyone that's been unhappy. I mean, it was important to get a specialist left back in. Um, you know, I think she's a good age, 22. Um She's played a lot already for Sweden under 23s, um, and I think she's just on the fringes of the senior squad as well. So, yeah, I mean, exciting, really. It's uh, it's good to actually get somebody in that's um, a specialist left back. It's, I mean, it's a specialist left back. Obviously, we we I didn't see this coming in terms of the names. Everyone's probably looking at someone from um, the women's super league in terms of the current level uh, players that have been released. Um, obviously other names have been mentioned you mentioned names before players that were at, I think was it Bristol or Reading yeah both yeah both um, so this is kind of a, we say left field um, and her record has been that she's moved around but is, is that necessarily a bad thing I'd say not I mean I, I had a look um, kind of when she signed for a bit about her and you know she'd, um, she went to America to Orlando mm. um, she didn't play but obviously the experience of training with those type of players um, in that league, uh, I think you know she'd been in Sweden and done well, um, yeah. and I think she she'd been at a German team we've just got her from, yeah. um, and her, her stats last year they're actually bad. I mean she scored about three or four goals, but I was looking at the assists, eighteen assists from left back. Yeah, you know I, I, I you know I I've got a thing about assists. I just think that's just a normal pass. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But no, from a left back's position, eighteen assist is what you I've would seen. consider that I would say you'd expect that from your kind of central midfield player. Primarily. Yeah. If you're looking at football, you would expect that kind of delivery and service. So um maybe she she could be the answer um that Manchester United women need in terms of of additional goals in, in the new campaign, but also um She's going to need to kind of uh, land or hit the ground running, definitely, if she's picked for um, the start of the season. Um, now, I say if she's picked, do you think that she will go straight into the squad or do you think she'll be eased in over a period of time? And if she isn't, if she isn't picked, who's going to get that left-back slot? <laughs> Difficult yeah, one, that. I I think the trouble we've got is now we've got this international break right before the start of the season, which we've never had before, um, for two friendlies, which obviously 
all our players that have gone away are our new signings, apart from obviously the younger players. So she's away with Sweden, 23s at the moment. You know, Mary and Abby are away. Um, I think Jane Ross might be away with Scotland. So in terms of getting these girls training and playing together at the moment, it's not possible, which by the time they come back from internationals means we've probably got a couple of days of each other. Well, yeah, literally a couple of days. I mean, 7th yeah, of September so, is, is around the corner. So Yeah, so for, for me, I think, I don't know, to throw her in straight away might be a little bit unfair. However, um, it's going to be a difficult one. Whether we then, if we didn't put her in, would we go to wing-backs and try Leah Galton there like we did in Norway? Yeah. Um, and give, you know, give Lotta a couple of weeks just to familiarise herself kind of with the girls, the style of play, things like that. Um, or do we put her in? Which for me, I, I wouldn't be wouldn't be doing straight away just for those reasons, really. Yeah. So, simply, she doesn't start, you know, because no. of time. Not She's not adjusted necessarily to the team style of play, positional sense, etc. Who goes into that left-back position? Uh, well, for me, I'd, I'd, I'd be three centre-halves and two wing-backs. So, <laughs> Leah, is, Leah Galton on the left is the wing-back. Um, probably do we, like do we really want to see Leah there as a wing-back? I'm being honest. You know, no, we, we, no don't, we don't. Do we? We, don't. <laughs> we, we don't. don't, but then we're struggling because the other option is do we play one of our two right-backs at left-back? Um, I can actually see that happening. Yeah, I can as well, actually. I know we, we did it last year, I think. Kirsty Smith, I definitely remember playing left back yeah. a few times. Yeah. Um, so I mean, again, it's another option, you know, whether whether we look at that dependence on formation because um, we do need Leah going forward more than you know we do going back. Um, yeah. If you're playing in defence, you're going to have to think of a different song. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard enough trying to work out new songs for this season to replace the ones that have left. Yeah. <laughs> We're struggling. <laughs> We're taking suggestions if anybody fancies tweeting us some. No, well, yeah. Let, let us know what you think in terms of suggestions for the new Barmy Army song. I don't have any. I don't have any at all. I'm still getting over the song that... I'm not going to say it, but, you know, it's just... Once I hear it, it, start, it just never leaves my ears. And I don't <laughs> you know that, you know, those... Those tricks yeah. that people play. I used to do that at work all the time. Um, you just go and say a line of a song and just walk off. And then the person <laughs> just sings it for the rest of the day. It's like <laughs> yeah, the, worst, yeah. the worst song you can think of. Just such a cheesy line. Uh -huh. Just walk away. And just, that'll just leave them. Um, so in terms of form formation, if Lotta doesn't start, um, we'll, you do three, three, five, two, uh, which will be... You know, strange. If it's, will it be more of a, a five at the back, or do you think it will definitely be three at the back? I think a definite three at the back. I think my idea of it was kind of pack out the midfield. I mean, we found out um, it's about a week ago now. City are missing Ellen White for the derby, which for us is a bit of a bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because obviously they've lost Nikita Paris as well to Leon. So yeah. I think for me, you know, if we can pack out the midfield. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously them two wing-backs would help defend, but I think packing out certainly the middle of the park, if we can look to, you know, neutralise their midfielders, uh, I don't see, you know, why we couldn't give that a go. Um, potentially and hopefully nick a draw and see what we get from that. But obviously it depends, you know, on the uh, day of the game, how that goes really. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am super 
excited for this game. You've not apart not because it, I'm going to the Etihad. I want that to be very clear. I'm I'm looking forward to the start of this season and seeing how the team perform with this level of challenge. And you know, yeah. I, I'm you know 100% behind them. Definitely, you know, I want I want them to do well. But I am a realist. I know that it's it's going to be a very difficult challenge. Uh, I'm considering the opponents on the first day, uh, Manchester City women finished second in the league. You know, they scored, uh, in comparison to the goals that Manchester United women scored, where they scored nearly close to 100, they scored 53 goals. Mm. You know, and this is with Nikita Paris in the squad, where they were they were pushing right to the very end. So this team are, I would say, a hard, um, battle-hardened. Um, they are not shy in terms of the challenge. And I think Manchester United women will definitely have a very difficult game. But I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful, and like you say, you know, Ellen White not being available, you know, you kind of, you kind of punch the air for joy. Sorry, Ellen. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, yeah. not 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 yeah. wishing any ill on any any player. I know what it's like, but you know, when you go and face your opponents and your rivals, um, your city rivals, yeah, you want to walk away saying, yeah, you did a great job and you had three points, and if they're weakened in any way, uh, mentally, emotionally terms of players yeah you, you see one of their top players in an, an England international and then England's main striker but being there you, you really you, you you got to say playing three at the back makes sense you do because I don't see I don't see Manchester City going playing four four two or playing with mm -hmm. two strikers too but if they if they do then obviously the the, the formation the formation it change it changes um, yeah I'm, I'm hoping you know, I really am hoping that that the formation that uh, Casey picks um, is not so much defensive. It, it needs to be, um, let's say, not not to go down the route of the Manchester United way, but it needs to be bold in in, in believing that the the players that are um, on the books are capable of putting a, a um, putting up a very good fight and and, and putting a challenge to Manchester City and. Uh, I know some fans will say, you know, we can, you know, you you walk away with a draw, and you say, oh, I would have taken that at the beginning. Right now, no one wants a draw. They want all three points. Yeah, <laughs> no true. one wants a draw. <laughs> you know, no one wants to draw. They want all three points. You know, that conversation can take place afterwards. So I'm really, really, really excited about um, about this game. Um, you told me something before we started, and I have to bring it in, um, about Mary. <laughs> There's something yeah. about Mary. Not the film. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, what was it? What? Go on, tell us the story. So basically, we've, um, we've been creating some T-shirts, um, some more merch for these new signings. Yeah. Um, I'd, uh, I'd taken a picture of Mary out in Oslo, um, yeah. so obviously we use our own pictures for the designs. Um, so we got together with Mark, we made this t-shirt, um, posted it up on Twitter and Instagram and all our other social medias, and then just two minutes later we get this um, notification, Mary Earps has replied to your tweets, I thought, oh, okay. Uh, she goes, oh, um, yeah, not too sure on the picture. Um, you don't seem to have caught my good side, but I don't have one or some, something along those lines. <laughs> so, so, so it was um, it was one. It was quite actually a good little bit of promo um, and a bit of a laugh. Kind of, she was having a laugh at her own expense. Um, yeah. 
but she's one of those characters, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, you've not really captured my good side, but you're not going to find a good side. But it was all in good humour. Yeah. She wasn't uh, wasn't disappointed by it. But it was, like I said, it was good. It was funny. She retweeted that. And obviously that, you know, that's good for us in a way. You know, yeah. people see that, they take them to our merchandise website and that's perfect. Yeah, I, I, you know, I had to get that in. I just thought to myself, that is such <laughs> a nice thing. Um, that what the players can respond and see something and go, oh yeah, taking pictures. Yeah, um, yeah, you have to be very careful. And obviously, that will happen uh, throughout the season. Obviously, you guys will be taking pictures. Everyone will yeah. uh, because they want to see their heroes up close and cherish those moments. So I think that oh. that first that first game is going to be important. Do you see see Mary starting that first game? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a picture then. Say, it's a Mary. Best side, please. <laughs> Best side. Uh, Best side, Mary. This side, no. Listen, I'll have to give her. Uh, I have to give her a shout for you, and you have to have a chat, and we'll work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll stand right. I'll stand at, way at the back. Uh, I wanted to ask you also. Uh, this week, obviously, there's been the, the documentary. The um, yes, you know, um, the Barmy Army, obviously following the the, the girls' um, season how they've, they, their campaign and, and, and what that was like for them and uh, yourselves. Um, yeah. You watched the documentary with the, the rest of the gang or a few of the gang. Um, how was it received? I think pretty well. Um, yeah. You know, the, it was an hour long. Um, so it was, you know, it was, there was a lot of content in there. Yeah. Um, for me, it was just nice to kind of see um, interviews of like the players and staff. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes there's not always a lot of content that the club puts out at the moment, but I think this was just kind of like a behind the scenes, so it was really good. So there was like, you know, clips where they'd sat down, interviewed the girls and kind of the thoughts on the season. Um, there was bits where there was Casey giving out team talks and changing rooms. So mm. I think for me personally, um, it was very good to see kind of what was on or what has gone on in this um, first season. Yeah, I thought it was, from what I saw, I didn't say I was away. Obviously, I'd seen... <laughs> snaps, snapshots, and edited sections on on Twitter from someone's <laughs> someone's Twitter postings. You, you know who I mean. Um, <laughs> it was nice from what I saw. I just thought it was really nice, and the fact that the girls, um, the players, should I say, uh, name checked the fans and said how how important how important the fans uh, were for them how they saw them yeah. in some of the games. And you know, I have to be honest with you, you know, I, I mean, the first game that I went to, I'm trying to think which one, which one was it? It might have been the Spurs one. It might have been the Spurs one. And just the amount of noise that was happening there and, and the, you know, the, the non-stop singing. And I was thinking, I wonder, yeah. if they, I wonder if the girls appreciate this. I wonder if they just, no, you just don't know. You just... You know, you, you go to men's football yeah. and it's non-stop noise and it's it. But you, I don't know, it's, I'm doing the, the girls' teams, a dis, dis, say the women's team, a disservice by saying it. But there was a there were moments throughout that game that I thought, I wonder if they just want us to shut up. <laughs> no, seriously. You know, we were behind the goal, banging oh, non-stop and yeah. singing. And I was thinking, I wonder if they just want us to shut up. I wonder if Casey's thinking, I need to get a message to my players. Will you yeah. just be bloody quiet for a minute? <laughs> Just one minute, you know, but um, uh, no, uh, really good. Uh, I was disappointed that I, they caught me standing next to Natalie, who was ever so active. <laughs> and I'm standing there looking like I've had just one or two more Jaffa cakes than I should have. 
<laughs> Just they caught, they caught your bad side. That was more than the bad side. <laughs> that was not a good shot. I'm a man of a certain age. Headshots, headshots, headshots. Uh, oh, There's on. one of me on my phone as well, looking disinterested. <laughs> so that, that, that that would be bad as well, to be no, fair. I think caught me. It almost looked like I was not. I was the, this guy's not in the right. He's not in the right place. I just looked. Yeah. I was looking in a totally opposite direction. <laughs> and Natalie's going crazy and I'm just like standing next to her like someone at the bus stop thinking this person I need to get the bus needs to arrive now so I can get on <laughs> so, so much so much stuff I couldn't believe it but no it's good stuff um, I haven't seen it I will try and catch it at some point and uh, yeah I think a, a, a nice big thumbs up and a high five to the to the club for doing that and and, and sharing and to be honest that's what it was sharing those moments with the fans and uh, particularly for me hearing from from Alex who's no longer with the club about how she thought what she thought about the fans as well was quite nice yeah. so you know um, obviously wish her all the best and she's started off really well I think uh, uh, Leon got off to a flying start in their their campaign and they won uh, I don't know the score I didn't, I didn't go that far I just saw, saw the tweets so, but, yeah, that's yeah. enough that's enough um Apart from, and I know we've spoken about this before on, on the pod, um, the derby being like one of the biggest games. Obviously, there's been conversation, the Barmy Army now doing their um, own little podcasts, YouTube things. Yeah. Natalie um, is meeting and you, you guys are talking to other fans. Um, first one uh, with the Manchester City fan. Obviously, there'll be some difficulty um, <laughs> finding fans that want to speak. Because um, I know what it's like. Obviously, it's a, it's a whole different ball game um, in the women's game, but maybe not so in terms of actually connecting. Um, it's the following games. Now, you know, we we talk we've talked a lot, and I've looked at my, you know in terms of how I'm thinking about the first game. But is that that first game isn't the season? You know, I have to think about what happens after that. You know, there's the Liverpool games. There yeah. are you know obviously. Tottenham Hotspurs home and away, the other Arsenal, difficult challenges ahead. Um, and previously I would have said, where do you think the team's finished? Or where do you think the team will finish uh, in, in, in the season? How, how do you think they'll do? Um, as it's getting closer to the start of the, 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 the season, I'm beginning to be slightly more hesitant in, in placing, oh yeah, I'm definitely knowing where they're going to fit. Oh yeah, now I'm thinking, oh, okay. Um, this is now real, um, and I think the the Manchester City game will either set the tone mm. for the season, or it will be in terms of how the team will do very well, or it will be if it doesn't go well on the day, this will be a recurring theme in terms of experience that fans will have to live with, and the players will have to endure and get over. Um, do you see this team finishing in the top four? I know I'll, I'll uh, change that with another question in a bit, but I have to say it, top four. Is, is I think, uh, listen, I'd love to finish in the top four and I'd like to think we can battle for fourth. But I mean, I said this, you know, a couple of months ago to Natalie in a conversation. I think for me, fifth, sixth. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say like, you know, definitely fifth and sixth, but I think for me, a successful season will be fifth or sixth. 
Um, if we can push for fourth, which I think for me will probably be taken by Reading. Yeah. Um, if we can push Reading, um, you know, keep ourselves as solid as possible at home, pick up points away. Um, I don't see why we can't challenge for fourth. However, I think it might just be out of our reach in this first season. Um, it's going to be a lot of learning for, you know, some of the players that haven't played top level before. Um, you know, there's quite a few that have come, obviously, either from abroad or they've come from other teams. Um, obviously, some have played top level. So, it's for me, it's kind of how the team gels and gets used to the top league quick enough, really. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's going to be interesting anyway. Yeah. I, You know, the reason I say top four, I look at the, the, the league as it finished last year. There was Arsenal, obviously, top. Yeah. Man City, second. Chelsea. Mm -hmm. And then Birmingham. And Birmingham yeah. have literally... They've almost the the players have run away from the that that squad. They've released so many, but then so did Manchester United women. I think that's just generally the case in women's football, where players move around for whatever reason, whether yeah. it's you know homesick, etc. Just their contract has run out and they want a different challenge. Um, I don't know if Reading will actually replace Birmingham in the league for for fourth. I, I think that um, you, you release so many players, you must have a backup. And I think we yeah. had this position with um, with Manchester United women at the end of the season when they released, you know, Ebony. Did so they release yeah. Ebony? Naomi? Who else? Yeah. I can't think. Um, Sally and Lucy Roberts. Yeah. yeah, four. Yeah. And we were like, oh, no, how dare you? We've <laughs> seen new play, of course. We've seen new players come in and we're really, yeah. really excited. But I, I think that's going to be the same position for Birmingham, who have released players. And they've yeah, brought I mean, in new players of equal value, or maybe better than what they had. No, no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think Birmingham, because they have lost a lot, and I know they have lost quite a lot of quality, I'm not too familiar with who they brought in. Yeah. Um, there's one or two names that kind of stuck out. But like you say, whether they can replace so many players, for me, I don't think... I mean, I don't mean any disrespect to Birmingham. I can't see them being, you know, any higher than seventh at the moment, as mm. it stands, looking at it. Like I say, I think the top three, you've pretty much got your Arsenal, your Chelsea, your Man City. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, if we can possibly fight for fourth with Reading, um, yeah. somebody like a West Ham maybe up there, you know, as well. They've made a couple of good signings in this uh, in the summer. So, I mean, you know, we can't, can't discount them really either. Um, Bristol's a young side, obviously, yeah. last year, you know, they did getting better. They did better last year. Yeah. Uh, still getting to grips, obviously, with the top league. But, you know, there's teams in and around us that have um, improved as well. Um, like I say, obviously, teams have also lost players. So, I think that's why I was kind of looking at mid-table for us, you know, fifth, sixth yeah. um, would be, for me, possible, certainly. I think I think with the goals that Manchester United women scored last year, if they can get a fraction of that, if half, yeah. if they get half of the goals, that puts them in the top seven, top top seven, top six. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Birmingham didn't score that many goals last. I think they scored four. I think th just less than thirty goals. Um, yeah. Again, Reading. Um, roughly about 33 goals. Bristol scored less than 20 goals. So I think if Manchester United can score half, a fraction of what they did last year, yeah, um, it puts be. them in that bracket where they can 
I'd say mix it with the big girls, women, not big boys. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And which which I, I think is 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 quite a good estimate at this point of the season. But you know, there are a lot of top quality. I'm thinking of Arsenal's striker, Maiden Meyer. Yeah. You know, obviously Ellen White's not around. You got Chelsea with um, Kerr. You just you've seen these players play in the World Cup. You know what they're capable of. So. Um, on their day, they will destroy teams with, yeah, with you know, just this, if you give them too much time, too much room, and, and even if you don't give them room, you know, they're good enough to create enough space for themselves to, to finish uh, and finish very, very well. So um, you know, I'm hopeful that, you know, with the goals, that the, the spread of goals last year with Molly and, and yeah. Katie and Lauren and Jessica, you know, all chipping in it i think that 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 bodes well so that um the, the onus isn't necessarily just on the two strikers that are, are playing for Manchester United women that the midfield yeah. know that we have a duty to score goals that's our job you know and 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 not just score but support the the frontline players so yeah i'm i'm very very hopeful but not necessarily stupidly hopeful that they're going to win i'm not saying any of that stuff this is um I'm not. I'm leaving that to someone else. You know who. <laughs> you know who. Um, I'm trying to think. Have we covered everything that we want to? Because there's this lots. We've got a lot of love for Lotta Oculist. What's the song? You gonna? What's the song? Do you know what? I do you know? I'll admit I actually don't know all of it. I know Shane was uh, was playing his Abba tunes as he does. Um, in the evening, we were trying to work out something and we, we put a few ideas, it just didn't work. And I think he used money, money, money. All right, so, so it, it, it went something like, lot, a lot, a lot, she's our Swedish left back. <laughs> and then whatever he had after that, I couldn't tell you. I honestly can't remember. But it, it, was a, it was actually a good song as well. Yeah. Um, oh, Deborah's busy putting the song book together for the new season. We're kind of reworking some songs. Yeah, obviously. Um, or you know, writing complete new songs. Um, it should be a should be a good season. Like I say, new new songs. Hopefully, more fans coming down. Yeah. Um, I know. I'd, I'd heard the derby, and it might not be correct, but I'd heard there was twenty five thousand. So I mean, you know, if if that's correct, um, and we get anywhere near that, you know, it'd be a good start. Um, one for the game, and hopefully for any new fans that have never maybe seen Man United. Yeah. I'm gonna come back. You know. Um, and obviously, so, yeah. obviously, the game will be screened live. Yep. Um, via the app, but also live. But will it be on MUTV or will it be on Manchester City? Uh, I know it's on BT. It's on BT. I, I heard it's on BT. Um, not sure about MUTV. I know they usually send people down um, to a few away games, whether they yeah. pick the City game or whether they, you know, they can get the rights to show it. I'm not too yeah. sure, but definitely BT, and it will definitely be on the app. So there's. Um, Plenty of opportunities for people to catch it if you can't make it down to the ground. That would be great. I, I am genuinely, genuinely looking forward to this game. You know, looking forward to seeing the new signings and hearing the new songs. Um, <laughs> and I've got I've got to say, I wonder if Lotta's probably, she's thinking, Abba, I'm a drum and bass girl. You need to find another. <laughs> Just, she's probably, We're trying our best. <laughs> just drum and, she's probably thinking, what, what is this? I'm, I'm a new age kid. Abba, drum and bass, I'm jungle. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you left another word with Shane. That was Shane's doing. 
Listen, we just go with the flow. If if something sounds good, we'll go with it, whether it's Abba or whether it's some no, I, I, uh, pop that we've used before or something. It's all uh, I just so relevant. I just I've, well, uh, who am I to 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 take take the mick out of the the songs? Not at all. Not not at all. Okay, right. Um, can you let me know where we can find you guys on social media and yourself, Matt? Yeah, so social medias, and we've got the Barmiami main account, which is at Barmiami MUWFC. Um, and another one for those looking to come to Spurs as well, we've actually got a minibus, um, still places available. So <laughs> those that want to travel down with us, um, we do actually stop off on route as well from Manchester. I know we've got pickups in Birmingham, um, Coventry, etc. So people DM at Barmiami Travel. Um, you know, we can uh, we can look to sort something if people are struggling to get there. Um, we've got the merchandise on Teespring. Yeah. So we've just literally, as I mentioned before, we've got a T-shirt for Mary. We've got um, a Jackie and Millie joint photo one. We've got Haley Lad. We've got Jane Ross. We've got one for Lotta as well. Um, I know Ben's been doing some cartoon designs. Um, go to our YouTube channel as well. Um, the Final Whistle, which is the new podcast we briefly mentioned before you know that's something we've just launched where we're looking for you know just opinions from opposition fans um yeah. on the team on the game that's due to come up so yeah we've also uh instagram as well that's also barmy army mwfc so yeah it's plenty all- of for people to catch up on it's all good um, stuff all good stuff plenty of new content coming in plenty of new merch so yeah it's all uh it's all looking good for the start of the season oh, good. well done um i've got to say do you know what it is when you mentioned the spurs game and this is something yeah. that actually I thought about in the week. I saw Spurs advertising tickets for um, their game and their yeah. season ticket. And obviously they've moved because they were at um, Chesson. They're now at the Hive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a ground they're sharing with London Bees. Yeah. London Bees <laughs> are there and, and Barnet FC are there. And I just thought, you know... That might be the way, because obviously Manchester United women are playing not in Manchester. Just saying, um, <laughs> putting it out there uh, that to go to certain games that are you know kicking off at midday or on a Monday night to travel up from wherever because um, there are yeah. individuals travelling up from the south of London, like myself, or the south coast. Uh, not always great to get into Manchester and then get out again. And I just thought, you know, maybe sometime in the future that it might be that both of the Manchester United and Manchester City women's teams share a ground. Now, I've put that out there because I can just imagine what kind of reaction that will get. But I'm saying it. I'm I'm saying it. I'm saying it for the simple reason. One, obviously, um, it makes sense financially. Right, and I'll probably go back and talk about this again at length for some another time. Two, yeah. it makes sense in terms of fans because they know that they're going to go to a stadium that's within the same locality and they can get to it quickly. Um, yeah, and also it it helps build the game. It helps build. It helps because it's a different set of fans. It's a different set of fans. It's a different mindset. It's a different feeling totally different to the men's game, totally different. And I'm just thinking if, for example, and I'm, I'm going on a bit, if the Italian teams back in their heyday, the AC Milans and the Inter Milans can share their stadium, yeah, then, you know, it's not impossible. 
<laughs> True. That that yeah, I suppose that. But then I I'd look at it in the other way. I'd be looking at the bigger picture further down the line. It's smaller than ours. I know it's out the way. Yeah. But it's a five thousand seats smaller. So if in the future you know we're selling out Lee Sports Village and we're stuck at their um, academy stadium, we're potentially turning fans away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't, don't know. Just wouldn't go down too well. I don't think, especially with the. Uh, you know the hardcore people. Yeah, there's always someone. That's what I'm saying in terms of location. Yeah, it's not. That said, we could always build our own, maybe. Oh yeah. Or look break the cliff. Yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say thank you, Matt, for joining on today's uh, MU Women Pod Chat. It's been great. Thank you very much. It's all right. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Anyway, again, once more, it's from the heart of football. I'm Rodney Cyrus. This is On and Off the Pitch, a sporting podcast. Thank you, and I'll see you guys very, very soon. Bye for now.